Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, happy National Day of Prayer to everyone out there listening today. It is a day where our nation set aside, I believe, under Harry Truman set this aside back in 1952 as the day where we dedicate our lives to praying for our nation, this greatest, the greatest nation ever on this planet. As, and it has, because of the blessings of our country, we have blessed millions of people around the world. Now, some will also argue with that, that we haven't blessed some, and some we've, yeah, there's, well, the, we're not going to get into the political side of this. <laughs> we're a nation that has been blessed. We've got in studio with us today, Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. Got to spell it right. Yeah, you, you do have to spell, spell it right. right or else. Yeah. Or if you, well, if you attempt to type in Bel Air, well, just type in Luke Andrews and you'll find well, Luke yeah, Andrews. It's, it's a lot easier point. to find Luke Andrews. Dave, your heart lasting Dave hardest. Cruz he's is a little tough mad. to find. He's getting mad. Well, but these guys work together as a team. They're like a well-oiled machine. In fact, they're like, well, we're not going to give that up just Don't yet. Don't give it up yet. No, we're not going to give it up yet. Slow All right. Down. Since we're in the second greatest nation that ever was. Yeah. The second greatest second nation. Second greatest. What was the first greatest nation? Israel. Yeah, but Israel they blew the deal. They Redeemer. Well, they did, but they've never been a great nation. Their whole idea behind Israel it was supposed to bless the world. And and they were they supposed, were to, supposed, to, they be were supposed the light, to be the light. light to the world. They killed the Savior. The Savior came. They killed him. All right. Now, I know that that was part of the deal, and it, we are extraordinarily grateful to all of our Jewish friends and neighbors because our Savior is a Jewish carpenter, and we're so thankful for that. So I will give to Dave that the—I'm still thinking we're the greatest nation that's ever been, but we are grateful because— having a hard time with that. I am, because <laughs> I don't know. I don't, because Israel, I don't know. They're still pretty self-centered today, but they've got some incredible people. I met some incredible. We're the. Oh yes. We're probably yes. the most self-centered nation on the planet. Oh, I'm just digging, yeah, digging deep here. Yeah. Listen, well, we are super grateful for our Savior Jesus Christ because without Him, we wouldn't be on the air today. Nothing. We would be absolutely nothing. So, in being thankful and doing this National Day of Prayer thing on I Work for Him today, we're going to focus a little bit of time, just praying for our nation, and then we're going to get into a conversation today. Uh, just another sports analysis comparing Luke and Dave to another great sport. But first, let's just pray for our nation. Father, we are super grateful for our nation, the United States of America. Lord, I know that we're not always led by the most humble people. And I know that sometimes our uh, the desires of your heart aren't always expressed through the desires of the hearts of our leaders. But Lord, we know that you can sway the hearts of our leaders and that each one of us in this country is another leader. And we thank you for this nation. We thank you for the freedoms that we've experienced in this nation. We pray that we'll be able to keep those freedoms, especially the freedom of religion, the freedom from government interfering in our religion and the freedom of speech. Those things, those liberties that you've given us, that freedom to pursue you. We're so thankful for that. We're thankful for this country. We're thank you, thankful for the hundreds of thousands that have given their lives to save our country over the years. And Lord, we just pray that our country will be a light to the nations of the world, and not just a light with money, giving out money, but a light of Jesus Christ to the nations. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be 
the nation, the nation of the United States of America. And we thank you for our leaders. And we pray specifically for our president, Donald Trump, Lord, that his heart one day will be softened by your spirit and that he would one day be a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, in honor of the National Day of Prayer, we're going to give away an extra book right now. Lee Greenwood, who is most famous for his song, <laughs> Cricket. You, uh, uh, USA. Uh, I'm proud, proud to be, to be American. an American. That's right. Sorry. He wrote a book. Thanks for the crickets yeah. on that. Michael, where were the crickets on that deal? Michael. Michael, where were the crickets? Mike, I didn't have them queued up, but to whoever's making those cricket noises right now, spot on. Thank you. Spot on. Thank you. Nice. Luke <laughs> Andrews did a really nice job on that. Proud to be an American by Lee Greenwood. And it's and it's illustrated by Amanda Seculo. So Jay Seculo, the most famous uh, lawyer in, in, in fighting for religious freedom in this country. Get a copy of this book right now by Lee Greenwood. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. It is a child's book, and it is autographed nice. by Lee Greenwood. A oh, children's book sweet. right here. Proud to be an American. Pam, if you're listening, 877 Good luck. 877 Yeah. <laughs> Pam specifically doesn't listen. Dave's wife doesn't listen when we're on she air together. She never listens to me off the air That's either. right. Well, that's, that's the point. Why change things Why up? Why change now? Oh, yeah. man. All right. Can you imagine what a NASCAR race or an Indy race would be like, would look like, if the driver had to change his own wheels? And put gas in the car and clean his windshield. How, how silly would that be? Actually, it would make for some great television. That would be fun. It would make for some great television. I'm pretty sure people would die, but it would make for some great television. They ought to do that. They ought I to think make that a, would, then that, you could really be, call it a sport because <laughs> right, you started right. saying it's a sport and – you know, be, Dude, have you ever uh, have you ever seen how hard those guys work? First of all, they yeah, got they, turn they the can't pee for hard. five hours. <laughs> they do. They pee in the things in the. No, know, they don't they have a. Th- they a, do not have a thing. Well, they're not going to pee they here. They're depends. sweating so poor. They're sweating everything okay. out. They're, right, anyway, because they're, not they're working the hard. Have you ever driven two hundred miles an hour with zero suspension? Uh, on a high, and next, you know, an inch and a half from the guy next to you turning left all the time. What's the athletic ability? <laughs> These guys are incredible athletes. They really are. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I guess. I know they have good instincts. <laughs> they got good. They have good instincts. So I mean, oh, and good, good reflections. All right. I'm sure, they have to have okay. good. The conversation <laughs> was. <laughs> you got, I'm trying to draw a point for Rabbit you guys. Eye. Sorry. Right. No. No. Right. Can That's you imagine good. if in the, in a NASCAR race? Well, we got a, a famous. We have a famous IndyCar race coming up. Do you guys know what it is? It would have uh, to be the Indy. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Indianapolis 500. Of course, Memorial we know. Day weekend since 1912. That's right. Been around for a very long time. It is. The Brickyard. The Brickyard. And, and so they have the, they have the NASCAR race called the Brickyard, and then they have the Indy race called the Indianapolis 500. It is a flat track that is a complete oval, very old, was built for very old cars, and the old race cars, and they, they traveled at 40 miles an hour, but it was dangerous. It was moving. They were moving back then. So what uh, is it, was it originally on brick? Is that yes, why it's it was, called it the was a cobblestone. Wow. Yeah, right now, all it is brick is the finish line. The, well, the start-finish line. All right, so, but imagine, if these drivers had to drive, then they'd pull in the pits, change their tires, put gas in a car, clean a windshield, jump back in and go, how successful would they be? Well, they wouldn't be successful, and people would die in the pits all the time <laughs> because guys are drivers. They know what to do. They know how to drive. But 
really, they just know how to turn left really, really well and drive very, very close to people. <laughs> but the point. pit crew, <laughs> so yeah, but they're that. strong. <laughs> they're strong. Why oh, strong? These guys, because it is strenuous what they do. Oh, man. The G-forces all day yeah. long? Now you got me going with Luke. <laughs> oh, There's a lot of listeners that are going to be upset. I Listen, I like racing. So this is not a racing. I've, I've been to a race. I, yeah, would, okay. I, I would be a NASCAR freak if I didn't have so much. Really? Yeah, I love NASCAR. Why? I just It's fun. It's exciting. The first five laps are good and the last five laps are fun, but everything well, between. It depends on the track. It depends on the track. All right, all right. Okay, but the point is, the point that I'm trying <laughs> to make desperately <laughs> is you. when people yes. go solo, it's a good they can't ever accomplish near right? as much as they can as, as a team. As a team, exactly. Right? You know, if a pastor just did everything at the church all by himself, he's only going to be as successful as he can be on his own, yes. and it's just stupid. Yes. you you got you to surround yourself with people that know what they're doing. Yes. My point I'm trying to make You're on behalf <laughs> of you guys, as That's Luke is point. texting in the middle of the show, Luke's lost interest in the show <laughs> because not, we're, talking, we're talking about racing. I he's, can multitask. He's a millennial. <laughs> No, he's not a millennial. No. He's a young, very young Xer. The point is <laughs> that if you want to be successful in really preparing yourself, not for retirement because we don't believe in retirement, but for phase three, you get to halftime, that's phase two. When you get to retirement age, it's phase three. Get what a good is team. That? Yeah, that's right. You got to have a great team. And Luke and Dave are that team. And we're going to talk about yes. racing today. We're going to talk about the National Day of Prayer. And for those of you Star Wars fans, it's not near as important, but we understand it is May the 4th be with May you. Day. The May the 4th day. Be with you. That's May the 4th be with you, Dave. And also with you. And, and, and I, I don't think that's what they said. Did they say I that? Know. I don't think so. All right, but it is, it, it's not near as important as the National Day of Prayer. Prayer is way more powerful than the Force. The Force, yeah, just so those of you who know, it's like wreck it for you. Star Wars is based, the religion of the Force is based on the Baha'i faith. Really, uh, just really? another made up, it, it has nothing to do with God. It just has to do with some other fake religion I didn't know that was made. It's made up on the Baha'i faith. It is. Really? That's what that's where the force came from. All right, so let's talk about the pit crew thing. Uh, you guys, what my point of the conversation was that if a race car driver tried to do everything all on their own, they would just tear they they, they could never accomplish it. They could never accomplish being a, a a a driver and the pit crew. They wouldn't know if there's an accident up ahead because they got spotters. I mean, the pit team has so it's, much stuff they do. It's intricate now. Now they have these they computer have programs that are real-time telling you how much gas per millisecond. Right, right. Every, <laughs> if you put on the brake, if you've got the window, cra- I don't. it's crazy. They have spotters? They, they do. do. What do the spotters do? The spotters are watching to see if there's accidents up ahead so they can tell oh, you where to avoid the spot. accident. Okay. The spotters also tell you to go high, that. go low. Right, go high, go you low. Know? No, really? they, the, they don't do the fl- – they, they might have flags – I guys, they did like a yellow flag. They used to do well. They do. Really? Yellow, they don't do but, that anymore. But, but when they're traveling 200 miles an hour, <laughs> the yellow flag doesn't go up fast enough. People end up oh. crashing and smashing. Well, that's what makes it at a day, spectator. You know, sport. at Daytona, Talladega, Michigan, any of the super speedways, if one guy has a, if he burps at 200 miles an hour, he takes out 15 of them at the same time. <laughs> Okay. They, well, really, they, they, they like, oh, I, I lost track of something for a quarter of a second, and he causes a massive pile. I up. used to go to the one in Jackson, Michigan. Was that is that one of your? That's the that's the Michigan that's Super the Michigan Speedway. One, yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. It's a two mile track, and I watched the beginning and the end of those races. And you drank <laughs> what? You drank beer and ate hot dogs during the middle. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, City wow. Corp. Wow. City Corp used to invite oh, us up to okay. there. Okay, no, we're not giving suite. plugs to City Corp today. We are not doing that. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. So when you guys were younger, did you guys try to do any of your own car repairs? Younger than what? Yes. <laughs> younger than where you are right now. Yes. I think everyone has. It's almost like you're proud well, I wasn't asking about it. everyone. Okay, what kind of car repairs did you try to do on your own? Well, change my windshield wiper. <laughs> change my That's oil. That's not a car repair. Change my oil. Sweet. Change oh. your oil. Change my tire. All right. Uh, did any of those car change repairs? Change a light, uh, brake light or headlight. Did any of those car repairs ever go south on you when you did always, it? Always. Almost always. <laughs> They, do, they really did, and it's you know bloody knuckles from trying to get oh, your hands in one. there, yeah. and yeah. you know just it, it is. It's not something that you know now. I, I would never think about changing my own oil now. It's just time wise and well, convenience. They do it for thirty bucks. I, I know, you, know, for 30, you pay twenty bucks for the materials. Dave, what about you? Did you try to do any car repairs on your own? Well, I actually, when I was sixteen in high school, I worked at a service station. Wow. If you remember such a thing, a service station. They pumped we your did, gas. They wash your windshield. And we did minor repairs. We, so I did, yeah, I did tune-ups and, and all that good did stuff. Did you ever have a repair on your own car go south? Like where you did it and it didn't, no. it would have been better for somebody no. else to have done it? No. Well, tell the truth. We're on the air here. We've got people <laughs> I, listening. I, I, I Pam, cannot recall. Pam. Pam, please call us. As, 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 as they would say in front of the Senate, as I recall. Yeah. I, no, never, I do not recall. That's what they said in front of the Senate. I don't recall. I don't okay. recall that conversation. I don't recall any going bad. Really? Yes. Okay. So I'll tell you a story because I learned at a very early age that, I mean, I love the thought that I could do car repairs. But Martha and I bought a used car in 1987. It was a Ford Fiesta, 79 Ford Fiesta. And I don't think the person had changed the oil in a while. Oh, yeah. So I went to go change the oil, which you could reach in. I mean, the, the engine was about the size of a little bit bigger than a cereal box. Yeah. And <laughs> I went in to go take the, the – but the oil filter wouldn't come off. It literally shredded off in my hands as I was trying to turn it off. So all I got left – all I got left is the remnants of what's still there. Uh-huh. And then what do you do? Yeah, right. You, you, you call a get, tow truck. You got to get it off. You could. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. I didn't have the right tools. We were living right. way it's far away. Lot, it, mainly it's the tools. It's the tools. It's the tools. All right. No, but I had the right. I had the wrench for taking the. But no, after when right. something went bad. Yeah, that didn't yeah, have the right tools. Most people have the so, standard tools to get this thing started. It's so the, that $15 oil change in 1987 ended up costing me about $180 because yeah. I had to pay for the tow. Then I had to pay for somebody else to do the oil change. And it was just ridiculous. Yeah. When you don't know what you're doing, right. you end up costing yourself money. Right. I mean, well, isn't that really a point? I mean, and right. I learned at an early age, if I don't know what I'm doing, it's, it's always cheaper to me to pay somebody else to do it. Because otherwise, I end up, it, always, it always ended up costing me more money. Yeah. I, a good example of uh, paying someone else to do something that they can do a better job at. It's not that you couldn't do it, right? It's, it's, it's the cost. It's the time. And it's the what ifs. Because if it's not something you're doing every day, there could, you could run into issues. It's going to take you a lot longer than what it should. Eight trips to but Lowe's. But a, a pool company, right? Just somebody, a friend of mine, texted me the other day and said, hey, who do you use to, to do your pool? And I was like, oh, well, so-and-so. And they, she texted me back and said, wow, $69 and 10 more dollars to vacuum every week. Why didn't when I doing this? And then she texted me back this morning and said, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe I told my husband to stick to his day job because within <laughs> one day their pool is back to where it could swam in. You know, it's just little things that people can just do it so much better so than you. So did you ever give yourself a haircut? That can really go south. Ooh. Well, not not me. I don't really have much hair. Um, I No, yeah, yeah, I never no. did. Okay. No. Okay. No. I, just, yeah. I have tried to shave my own head, and Martha <laughs> looks at me and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just let me do that. It just takes two minutes for her to do it. She can see the whole thing. All right. So, okay. But the point is, when we try to do stuff that we don't really know how to do, right. Right. we end up screwing it up or doing a subpar job. Okay. Yeah. Because experts are experts because that's what they do all day long. Right. right. That's what you guys are. That's what that's we it. do. I mean, and, and 
So that pit not crew. Not fix cars. You don't fix cars. Right. You don't, you <laughs> we'll prepare. tell you where to go to fix the car. <laughs> I hope you don't tell people. Yes, I've got great referrals. If you need a car repair yes. done, i got all kinds of people that can do that. Okay. So what about. Part, but part of what you said, too, you talked about the tools, having the right tools. And the tools in our business, there's a lot of tools out there. But they're expensive to get on your own too. The re- the research that we use and, yeah, and the um, the wholesalers we have those are part of our tools. All right, so just but right, yeah, right. You've got lots of people lean on in case you get it, asked a question yeah, right. and and you say, well, I don't know, but I could find the answer out. You've got people lean on exactly. because you're in that world. Just like the pit, or the guy driving the race car has lots of people he's leaning on yes. to make right decisions. You know, the Indianapolis 500, which is at one o'clock on three o'clock on the 28th of May. Which it's just it's a great those cars drive two twenty. Yeah, I mean, they're, and they're they're like go karts. If you've ever driven a go kart, they're unbelievable. But the reason they all, the only reason they crash sometimes they go so fast they drive up and over the guy's tire in front of them. Mm-hmm. But they're like in this indestructible roll cage, but their head is exposed, mm-hmm. which is freaky. But whoa, oh I know, it, <laughs> I, there's no way I would do it driving two hundred twenty miles an hour with Man. open wheels, you know, next to guys yeah, two right. inches away because their tires get on top of each other and they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad deal. Those guys would never dream of changing their own tires. Mm-mm. Why do people think they should manage their preparation for Phase 3 retirement? Well, I mean, there's the same reason why some people still try to change their own oil or or clean their own pool or cut their own grass. Or, and, you know, they kind of feel like, I, cut I, your I, own well, grass. I can do a job good enough. I can, I can get by. I, I, I think That's I'm, you know, I think I could do it myself. You know, and then maybe not be open-minded enough to the options that are out there. So you kind of close off. But, you know, a race car driver, he doesn't tell his pit crew what to do, right? He gives them the symptoms. He says, hey, this is kind of what I'm feeling. Hey, this is kind of I'm, – I'm, I'm getting a little loose on the back end or my turn. I'm not able to turn left, as you say. All I do is turn left. I'm, I'm, you know, everything is a little bit too tight or it's a little bit too loose. All he gives is a symptom. He relays a message to his captain or whoever it is, and they punch everything into the computer. Well, you're this, this, and this. It's the same thing what we do people give us their symptoms and we try to go put this plan together to match their symptoms or to relieve them of their symptoms well and one of the things you know every race car driver has complete faith in his pit crew all right absolutely 100 and because if they don't trust their pit crew they're going to have a disaster right just like we as christ followers have to have complete faith in god that yeah. he's already got the plan figured out he already knows what's going on People need to have that kind of faith in their financial advisors. But how many people really put that kind of faith in their financial advisors? I mean, imagine, you know, you, there's, there's a, an incredible stock market downturn. I mean, mm-hmm. just imagine there's one of, oh, like an 08. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people thought they knew what they were doing. And the minute there was a downturn, everybody, people that were managing their own stuff bailed out. Mm-hmm. Good point, because that's probably one of the most important parts of our job is not to let them get their emotions, get the right, best not of to them. panic. Yeah, exactly. I, and you don't blame, you can't blame them. Because right. that's not the... at, at that. Yeah, exactly. At that time, it's it's very it's very frustrating. It's very uh, it's a scary situation when when all of a sudden their retirement thing got cut in half, especially if they just made a bunch of money. Yeah, right. Yeah, right that's right. even worse. Yeah. Well, well but and you po- saw that more in the housing than you did in, even in the stock market. Oh, but yeah. even but, both. But both of them now, nine years later, almost nine years later from the crash it was into September 2008. Yeah. Uh, they're recovered and beyond. Oh, yeah. much beyond. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, the housing's about recovered, but but the stock market's way beyond two hundred percent. It's uh, it, 
Those are incredible numbers. It is. Does my portfolio reflect that? Well, you haven't had it with us that long. Has oh. We haven't had it since 2008, or it certainly would. That <laughs> 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 would be awesome. <laughs> Just like past the, the, performance is no guarantee. That's right. Past performance not a guarantee of future results. But and we're not given specifics. But you know, I was talking to a new Christ follower the other day, and they were feeling bad because they didn't know all the answers. Well, that's the whole point in our Christ following life. We're not going to know all the answers. We got to surround ourselves with people that know more of the answers than we do, so that we can dig deeper into our faith. And that's what I work for him is all about. Hey, uh, <laughs> okay. since you said we got Luke and Dave, that, now you got to pay a royalty. Got, for we that. have Luke and Dave from yeah. Bel Air Wealth Management on Dot the air com. with us today. We're talking about <laughs> just <so I> it. <laughs> and seven two seven five eight six five six five five. Or oh, Jim always likes me to give my cell phone out. That's fine. So please, if I give it out, you just got to write it down and call 727-798-4188. They can also text. Yes, they yes, can. That's right. Or send videos. Don't text you know, to the Bel Air number. Though. Not while that's you're not... driving. Not while you're driving. No, but these, you got it. You know, we're talking about. You, well, let's just talk about what we're talking about. You guys were like going, get ready to go down some rabbit trail. Well, I, was just, I, was, I was funny because, you know, you know. Thinking of the day of prayer and the song with, by MC Hammer, is it called "You Got to Pray"? No, it's pray. It it's is just, just pray. pray. So uh, you know, I did look it up. So if you look it up, it is. It's, <coughs> it's so funny. I I remember the song, but as as you know, as we were preparing today, I was like, I don't even I don't even remember what it sounded. What is he talking about? Yeah, well, I, didn't, and, I didn't remember. I thought MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. What's he? What's his, he? He grew up about. a pastor's kid. Yeah, he did. Oh, he's, he did. I yes, didn't know that. he did. I, I think that was his only religious song that he ever wrote, and it's yeah. got some very interesting background video with yeah, it yeah. but it's 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 legit well, you got it's, to it's you've too got legit to, to quit and, you, and yeah, that's another right. one that's right i don't know <laughs> i think I it is i i didn't wasn't really listening to mc hammer when right. i was in the 90s all right uh, i was yeah and he, <laughs> michael says you got it. it it's definitely it is it is, it is. thanks michael yeah all right. all right all right eight seven seven nine four three ninety six seventy three please somebody rescue me get this book unshaken start praying for us right now all right we're talking with luke and dave from bel air wealth management today and you can find them online at bel air wealth management dot com all right it, can you imagine if an indycar driver at the indianapolis 500 on may 28th at 3 p.m in the afternoon decides that they're going to fire their pit crew and that when they need to come in to the pits, they're going to jump out of the car, they're going to change their tires, then they're going to fill it full of fuel, clean the windshield, clean their their windshield on their helmet, and then jump back and get a glass of water, and then jump back in the car and go. Would, you, would they win the race? You know what would even be worse? Picture this. If they were listening to all their friends. It'll be friends, this, Batman. <laughs> they're listening to all their friends. Li- yeah, instead of listening to the pros. So, in other words, they fired their pit crew. Yeah, right. Their professional pit so, crew. And they brought in a bunch a of their beer bunch buddies. Of, yeah, right. And this one's got this idea. Hey, I did this once and I got hey, all I've, the way I've watched the, the videos. I've watched the videos. I could change the tires. Or I watched really- these guys on TV, the talking heads, and they said, do this. I mean, it, Think, think of what that would well, look like. He went like right in to the race. financial advising. He I'm thinking, did. can you imagine I your like beer buddies changing great. your tires and pumping your fuel? Great analogy. Right, but seriously, yeah, but it's the same no- thing. Noise in the system. That's it's right. the same thing. It's, it's, People say, well, I can help you to get a good rate of return you on your investment. You don't need to do this. Just you don't need to pay somebody to do that. Turn right instead of left, and you'll have it made. Well, imagine if, you know, when I, my analogy I was trying to run right before the bottom of the half hour about, um, you know, the, the crash back in 2008. It was a serious change in direction for people. I mean, all that brought on huge financial regulations. It brought on 
mortgage crisis. It brought on a job crisis. It brought on a financial failure, crisis. Failure of some of the biggest financial institutions in the country. In the world. Yes. All right. But that's like telling the IndyCar guys or the NASCAR guys, hey, on Sunday, we're going right this time. You go right. No more <laughs> right. less. We're going yeah, right, right the next time. Right. You know, and, and, but you guys, because you're professionals, yeah. you knew what to do when the directions changed. We've been through it before. And that's, that's one of the advantages of experience in the industry. We've been through it before. Everybody thinks, oh, it's different this time, but it's not all that different. Well, it's a hic- it's a hiccup. It's a correction. It's yes. what happens. Now that was driven by a lot of fraud, but then they clamped down the recovery by a whole lot of regulation. Which, thank God, now we're getting rid of some of those regulations. But when you look at you guys, you 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 run into people mm-hmm. who have said, "I'm doing it on my own," and eventually they come to you. Yeah. How have they done when they just try to do it all? They went solo. They went driving the Indy car, the Indy five hundred solo. How'd they do? Well, a lot, of, a lot of people. I mean, there, there are folks that that have a pretty good grasp on it. You know, yeah, but, yeah, but you got to remember, it is a, it's a second job. You know, if if you don't have family time and 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 children time and, and this is what you want to do in retirement is is be a financial advisor for yourself people could do it i'm you know kind it's of, kind, yeah, of. kind of it's kind of like yeah they'll get around the track they'll never come in first right and, and also but things, things are fine at, they, at, well yeah. things are fine until until there's something in the road yeah right like 2008 I mean, you can you can do okay until you come into that crisis situation. Right now, and then you need you then you need some help. Like because when it, Jim's filter broke, right. he was fine until the filter broke. But then what happened? Right. Well, he didn't have the tools, and he didn't have the the way to get it off right. by himself. He had to call somebody else. And we have proven strategies that when we do come to a new a two thousand two thousand one a two thousand eight, we have proven strategies. That will help you make exactly. money during those times and not not lose money. It, there is strategies for that. You don't have to just go down with the market, and you don't have to just go stick it in a savings account and think that you're safe. There actually is ways to make money, um, you know, through those type of economy, through those markets. But it, it is almost never a successful strategy to go solo yeah. doing anything, whether you're talking That's about true. driving your ra- race car, investing your portfolio, or even being a Christ follower. I mean, yeah, if you're being yeah. solo, if you if you're if you're trying to if you become a Christ follower and you try to teach yourself all your own stuff, you don't go to church, you don't get involved in a small group, you don't surround yourself with Christ following friends. So you're just trying to figure it out all on your own. How successful are you going to be versus a guy Dave that gets involved in BSF? Well, and that's and that's a, that's a great point, Jim, because I wouldn't even want to be a financial advisor all by myself. I love having other financial advisors to kick things off from and talk about. I, I like to talk to Luke about it, Randy about it, uh, Phil about it. Th- things come up that uh, it's it's no fun being all by yourself. Yeah, no, no doubt. I that and I lean on Dave and Randy a lot too. So you know, those are both. Well, you're a team, right? Exactly. They're part of my crew, pit crew, man. And they pick you up when you're down. Oh, yeah. I don't know about it's the not pit often. part. I don't know I'm about, always the, I don't know about the pit part. But. I'm usually up. <laughs> yeah, you are usually, usually up. up. It's all good. As am I. Can we, can we get Dana what to matter, call him? What matters most anyway, right? That's did right. You, did you see Tim Tebow's Shaken series? Right, I have right seen now, just media. the first video. Oh, they're, they're four. They're 10 I, minutes each. I, I, no, no, I know. Yeah. I know. I just got the TV hooked up in front of the exercise bike, but when I ride my bike, I can't hear the TV. It's not loud enough. Uh-huh. But I but I watched that first yeah. video. It's fantastic. It's, what is it? It's his testimony. It's his testimony about the national championship Gators game when Tebow well, decided to change several. his – Well, but but, it, the, but the most One significant of them is was cool. One of the stories. When he yeah. shares that he changed – 
the verse on his face for the national championship game, he put it to John three sixteen. Right, and right. and he that day he ended up passing for three hundred sixteen yards, and they 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 used thirty one. Well, well, you are telling the story. You you have some of the points right, but actually, uh, yeah. In when he changed it to the national champ, he was doing always Philippians four thirteen. Right, I can do all Ur- things Urban Christ Meyer is a uh, you know very superstitious, and he's like, no, you're going to change, and he's like, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. So in the national championship game, he, they ended up you know winning, and what did the, you know forty something million I mean, people down fourteen million it was ninety. No, 93 million people looked up the verse, John 3.16. But three years later, three years later, it actually shows its face back up again after they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their PR guy or one of the guys within the Pittsburgh Steelers or or the uh, Broncos organizations came up to him and said, hey, do you know what happened? He's like, yeah, you know, yeah, we just won. He's like, no, do you know the significance? You know, today, three years ago, you won the national championship and this is, you had 316 passing yards today. Your average yards per carry were 3.16. Uh, really? Yeah, all these was 3.16, 3.16, 31. His average pass was 31.6. Cool. I had no idea. So if we just Google Tebow and Shaken, does that will will we find that? Well, you have Right Now Media. Yeah, most people. It's not a plug. That's just a. Right Now Media is awesome. They're phenomenal. They've been on the air. No, we've had them on the air. We've had the president. We've had one of the. They've got Now Right Now Media at work. Right. Which they've got a whole bunch of faith and work videos that are great for helping people. So, I mean, you wouldn't want to go solo on your own in your faith. You just can't do it. I mean, you, you, I mean, people yep. that people that go up, well, they they take themselves and they live out in the mountains. They get weird. <laughs> they just do weirder than the rest of us. Yeah, well, they just get a different kind of weird, I guess. But it, it's just you know when you look at the need for professionals to help you do what they do best while you do what you do best. Just like I said, you know, I was changing my own oil to save a few bucks, but it ended up costing me 10 times the price. Right. If I'm not hiring professionals to do the things like you guys help me with my phase three, phase three is what I call retirement to me because I, you know, phase one is what you do until you reach halftime. You're like, Oh, I got to shape towards chasing something that's significant. And for me, Phase three is what people would call retirement, but it's when you get back into action, but you get it involved in a different spot where you're passing the baton to the next generation. I don't want to make mistakes. I want to hire professionals so that I can do the ministry I want to do. I don't want to. I don't want to be a full time financial advisor. That's what I have you guys. That's for. a wise. That's a wise man because even the, the most successful people in the world, whether they're running companies or even Donald Trump, surrounds himself with the best people in each field. Yeah. I mean, he, he, the economists he surrounds himself with are the best. So, so that's that's how he is successful. His pit crew, his pit crew. His, they call it the cabinet. Yeah, right. Now, have they right? gotten all of his Advisors. cabinet picks yeah. through the Senate yet? I don't know. Those guys have been just <laughs> pilfering his his cabinet. Well, yeah, picks. That, that, yeah, the pol- that's politics. I'm so sick and tired of politics. Throw them all out. Get all new people. All right. So, what are your guys specially? Somebody comes to you and say, "Listen, I've been trying to do this on my own. I need help." Well, yeah, we're we're ba- we're we can fill that void. We're almost, you know, we're we're also good at bouncing ideas off of. If you have been running your own crew, we're doing it solo. You've been driving the track on your own, and you know, you kind of feel like maybe you're, you know, you're running out of gas. Or well, can you, you look know? at his tires and see if he's got uneven wear? Well, that's what I mean. That's kind of the idea. Is we'd bring you in and look at your symptoms, and we or we'd try to 
say, hey, you know, we have. We've been able to do that. We've been able to share some things with people that maybe they didn't go with us for one reason or another, but we were able definitely to share some things and give guidance. So it's not just about, hey, um, you know, come be a part of our team. We want to be a part of your team, you know. I think I think what the the one thing that I like to do and the one thing that I think we do the best at is putting together a portfolio of different investments that work in different environments. Nobody can predict the future. Yogi Berra said it best. It's really hard to predict the, predict things, especially about the future. Anyway, <laughs> Yogi Berra, not Yogi. Bear, no, right. no. Yogi, Yogi Bear. For those of you love, that are love his, just love slightly his, under uh, 100, you know who Yogi Bear is. Love his wisdom. But anyway, putting <laughs> together a portfolio of things that, that work in conjunction with each other, sometimes inverse of each other. So if one thing is doing well, maybe another thing will be doing mediocre. But all of a sudden, the market turns, and suddenly the other piece of that portfolio can pick up where the other one left off. Give me yeah, an it's exa- balance, right? That's well, balance. Well, that's called Solomon talked about it in, in yeah, the right. Proverbs. He talked about a diverse portfolio. Right. Diverse, right? right. And right. he was right. invested seven. in farmland. What was it? Well, six or seven. You know, that was the that was the idea behind investments is not to be all in one place. Right. But it's you know real estate, cattle, cat, gold. You right. Know. Me, it was he was involved in a lot of different sectors of the economy. Yeah. At and, that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean that was his deal. Well, I mean those same sectors are available today. They, we just call them different things. Right. As we talk on the National Day of Prayer, there are celebrations around our country recognizing the fact that we are a praying nation. And if we spend every day, every day should be a National Day of Prayer. If we spend every day praying for our leaders, those that protect us, praying for those that we lead, this nation would be significantly different. Take some time. Pray for those in Washington. Pray for those in your local city. Pray for those in your state government. Pray for your police officers, the people that uh, protect us in the armed forces. These are people that serve every day. They jump in front of bullets so you don't have to. That is an amazing, amazing thing. We live in an amazing country. Pray for your country. It's the National Day of Prayer. Amen. I just feels ready Preach for it, it man. Luke, right. just, oh, That's good. Man, hey, man. <laughs> okay. All right. We're back in studio with Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. We're really talking about the we've been using an analogy, the pit crew analogy. Can you imagine a race car driver doing all the racing, pulling into the pits, changing his own tires, putting in his own fuel, cleaning his windshield, jumping back in and going? No. No, because you'd never win. You'd never win the race. Thank you. He was going to start talking again. Was, was. Well, let us answer. Hey, the what's question. the pitch? What are you hey, talking about? The did when, you? Is that saying that's the pitch? Does, does that come from racing? The no. I don't know. Did you know from 1912 to 1922 and 1930 to 1937, a mechanic drove in the cars with the driver? No. Hey, really? Why? Isn't that interesting? Well, oh, because well, it, it, it breaks down. down way far uh, away, you know. Uh, There's, you know, didn't have three hundred thousand, yeah, three hundred thousand spectators. Yeah, it's huge. Did you know That's they incredible. have a golf course at the Indy Five Hundred on the property? Does it really matter? Yeah. Golf, yes. is, golf, golf is so important. Oh, Can we get back yeah. to pit crew? We're, Can you we're, going, we're going way we're going, off. Okay, again. we're pit crew. So the point is that as Christ followers. We're supposed to be smarter than non-Christ followers because we have the unfair advantage of the Holy Spirit guiding us. If you want to be prepared for your retirement years, your retirement years of ministry, as I like to call them, your phase three, you need a professional investment pit crew. That's what Luke and Dave can do for you. Dave, I wanted you to give me an analogy, a biblical analogy of someone who knew the value of a pit crew, couldn't do it on their own. 
Well, there's never any greater example than Jesus, right? Oh, you always oh. come up with the Sunday school answers. <laughs> well, that's because it's in the Bible. He, he <laughs> recruited the 12 original disciples as his crew, and they trained them for three years daily. Every day he walked with them, talked Poured with them. Poured into them, yeah. Yeah, right. Lessons every day. And then when he left them, who did more than what the disciples have done to advance the kingdom? We're on I mean, air today because Paul. of what the disciples did to the kingdom. Well, he became one of the disciples. <laughs> he was an apostle. He was an apostle. Yeah, he ran yeah, into yeah. Jesus a little bit later yeah. down the road and yeah. on the road. He to recruited Damascus. them later, but uh, well, when people, you know, we're talking to people right now, and you know, they're going, "Wait a minute, do I want Luke and Dave to be my financial advisor?" And the answer should be. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. How do they we want to be your fine? More so, we want to be your right. advisor. I mean, these guys take care of Martha yeah. and I. They can take care of you, and they can handle messy situations and simple situations. And it's not just finance, too. It's you know real estate questions. It's insurance questions. It's uh, mortgage finance questions. It's am I overpaying for insurance? Am I underpaying? I'll give you a great example. We reviewed a flood policy for a client. She was paying thirty three hundred a year. We got her flood insurance. The literally, she called me crying. Last Friday, she got a check for $4,000 because she's been overpaying for the last year for flood insurance. They her flood insurance it after the fact. A- after the, the government fact. gave the money back? Well, I mean, it's her, yeah, the, well, the, the lender Citizens. collecting it. Oh, the my, lender my, my point is, guys, uh, okay. it's not just fine. What's one piece of what we do? Yeah, right. We're going to give you, if you want spiritual advice or you know direction you know we're not, we're not perfect but we can be there alongside of but, you and then pull me into the team when it comes to spiritual advice or maybe putting your faith connected into your work how do they get a hold of you luke at 727-798-4188 727-798-4188 or if they want to call, talk to dave they call the office at the office <laughs> 727-586-5655 or i do have a cell phone yeah. don't give that out he doesn't ever answer the cell phone <laughs> You got you got to you got to call Pam and say, "Hey, can you get Dave to answer his cell phone?" All right. So you want to be people's pit crew. Yeah. What kind of clients perfect client for you? Who do you want to pit for? Uh, we love small to medium-sized businesses the same, but, you know, we always say we want, we really do. I don't like, well, let me back up. We do, we always like the big client, right? I mean, that's ideal. Who doesn't? Right, yeah, right who doesn't, right. right. But right. but how, so I, we like the, the client that says, you know, I'm going to start with this, but I'm going to start giving every single month, and I'm going to commit 10, 15 years down the road. You and know, I, it's something really, really neat to see I grow. really love the relationships we have with, with yeah. the person next door. I mean, they're just, they're just people like us. Yeah. Just uh, love people. Yeah, you guys got it. You got to talk to Luke and Dave. You really do. Find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. All right. Thanks for listening to iWork Rim. Thanks, guys, for being a great conversation about pit crews. It was fun. Are you going to watch the Indy 500? No. (laughs) (laughs) Way too much laughter here today on iWork Rim. They just dashed the Indy 500. Hey, but check out these guys, and really, don't do this alone. Don't walk with Christ alone. Get people around you, surround you with right. Don't try to do your financial planning on your own. Get professionals surround you. Thanks for tuning in to iWorkRim. You've been listening to iWorkRim with your host, Jim Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him.